So Jared, what is a guilty pleasure that you're actually not guilty about? Um, probably what I just told you about um, before we started recording that, you know, in order to get hype, uh, I started listening to, uh, you know, Jay-Z, well, Kanye, Kanye and Jay-Z's uh, The Diamonds Are Forever remix. And um, I just needed to get myself hyped. So I was in the mirror with my rap hands. Yes. Jay's verse. Oh, yes. Then I got a little too hype and I had to kind of take a breath. Grab some water. I love it. Yeah. Right. Welcome everybody to the Magic Hours podcast. I am Zoe Flowers. And this is the premiere episode Ooh. of the podcast. And I'm super excited to have Jarrett Dam as my first guest. So Jarrett is a blogger, a podcaster, and a podcast producer. You can find him giving his views on relationships, music, pop culture, social issues, and mental health advocacy through his personal journey every week on It's About Damn Time podcast, the Vexed Intellects podcast, and the Parents After Midnight podcast. One thing is for sure, you'll never know what he's going to say next. So I'm super excited. Again, I was on your show, and I'm just so grateful that you are now on mine. Yeah. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You know what? You said all that, and now I'm nervous because I'm like, okay. I can't mess up being the first guest. So like, I gotta, I gotta bring it. <laughs> and Jared, if you want to share your pronouns, you can do that as well. Just always like to start things off right. I, hey, I, I like that. I like that. My pronouns are are he and him. Um, and uh, I'm I am broadcasting here from the Atlanta metro area. Uh, I'm originally from uh, the. The medium-sized city, not the big city, the medium-sized city of Shreveport, Louisiana. So Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, you know, again, this is a new podcast, and the focus here is art, politics, culture, and spirituality. And Jarrett and I met on Clubhouse so long ago. I did yeah. a reading for him, and... Yeah. Um, we're going to do a reading today. That was one of the things we said we were going to do. But first, I just want to open it up and just ask you about, you know, spirituality and, and sort of your path and uh, what intrigues you the most about it. I think it's the the uh, just learning about stuff that that's not just outlined that everyone assumes that is facts, you know, like I, I think. I think with spirituality, it's it's testing boundaries. It's it's exploring um, things that are greater than yourself. And and for for me, I've I've always been curious. I've always wanted to know more. And I and I just I've never been the type of person that wanted to just accept things on how it was presented to me. Whether it was you know you know family traditions, whether it was uh, you know just the environment that I grew up with. Uh, in, in in my you know close circle of loved ones, I've, I've always wanted to ask the questions on why, and um, that's kind of what took me down a path of of wanting to know more, um, you know about this, you know about spirituality and everything. So I'm definitely a novice. I, I won't I won't I won't you know even pretend to know a lot of you know probably a fourth of the things that you know, um, but you know. I think the thing about it is I'm just interested in, in learning more and I'm, and I'm and my mind is open. I think those are the, the two main things you need in, in order to try to start this, you know, this, this journey. Absolutely. And I think that no matter where people are on their journey is the exact right place for them to be. And you do so many things like myself. And so you're, you have all of these different podcasts. So first, I want to hear about your journey to becoming a podcaster. And then I'd love to hear how you think your budding spirituality might influence your work, or if you've thought about that. But first, how did you get into podcasting? And just tell us about yourself. Well, that's a great question. Uh, I got into podcasting late, I felt I feel like. Feel like it was a thing that was going on um way before uh i i started um doing it 
I think for, for me, I, I started out as just a, a blogger, and I wouldn't even say a blogger. I, I was what it what it was was I was I had moved to Connecticut um, at that time. I was in living with my father, and um, the um, you know that's back then when you had phone cards, and so um, I couldn't I keep I couldn't keep um, calling my friends long distance. As far as the, you know, phone cards and everything. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to give them weekly updates with the email, um, you know. And, and I started calling it the damn newsletter, and I just was writing, you know, what I felt at the time, um, just my thoughts, right or wrong. And um, it got to a certain point that, you know, it, it got bigger, and I started creating, you know, you know, more and more things where it wasn't just about my thoughts. Um, you know, overall, like day to day, which is in general, what am I thinking about the world? What am I thinking about certain situations? Um, and then, and then it kind of grew to a website. Um, from there, uh, I went to podcasting after someone was like, Hey, you, you need to have a podcast, you have a voice, people like listening to you, you're a great storyteller. So I just start writing my stuff down in an email form weekly, that way they could keep up with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> It, and it turned out to just go from there to, you know, you know, giving shout outs to people and, um, you know, um, doing awards when I thought people were doing a great job. And, and then it turned to a website. And then from there, I just had a friend that was like, you need to be podcasting. You, you, you know, you're natural, you're a natural storyteller. You have a podcast voice. You should be podcasting. I was like, and so. I played around with that for a while, and, and I got in my own head, imposter syndrome. So I, I kept seeing myself like, can I do this? Yeah, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. It, it was always coming soon for like two or three years. And finally, I think um, just the, the pandemic and everything that was happening in 2020, you know, kind of just gave me that that the strength of like, hey, you know what? Nothing's promised. Nothing, you know, tomorrow is not promised. Let's, let's, let's just do this. And so... Um, you know, I launched it on my mom's birthday. I, I happened to go down to visit my mom in Louisiana, and I launched the podcast on my mom's birthday. Like that was oh, wow. So, um, yeah, and uh, it's, it's been all ever since. So, um, I was I was doing um, you know Vex Intellects, you know, before we, you know, I had talked about it, um, you know, with a couple of guys, and, and it's, it's, it's for me, it was, it's always easier to kind of hide behind that because it's a couple guys. I could just, I don't have to do is kind of just talk a little bit and contribute a little bit. But um, I always count it's about damn time. It's like the, the, when I first started because for, for me, that's that's where I was. I'm calling the shots. I'm doing all this, all this, all this serious stuff. I'm exposing myself. And, and boy, have I <laughs> in this podcast. It, it, it has definitely been a journey. So that's how I got, that's how I got started. I love that. I love that. And what do you think is the biggest thing you've learned so far um, around this issue of, you know, vulnerability? I mean, I think that sometimes that can be challenging for us to put ourselves out there as artists and doing what you do, telling our business, especially in communities where you don't put your dirty laundry out on the street. Mm -hmm. um, what has that been for you? And what's what's that been like? Oh, it, it you know, every time I do it, um, I am terrified mm -hmm. i am i am i am terrified but it's funny because i've been doing it for so long i've been you know talking about my business i've been talking about my struggles with depression and anxiety i've been talking about just you know uh heartbreak or you know maybe i'm the villain in, in, in certain stories I've, I've talked about all that and i've been candid about it for for a long time but every time i do it it's like when you put it out there it, you feel exposed you feel that that you know people can judge judge you um but the positive side of it has been just great it's it's been able to when you're vulnerable people can connect to you people can mm -hmm. understand your struggle people mm -hmm. can understand that hey, hey jared just said that i'm going through that too oh i i you know he's struggling with mental health issues and he he talked about you know how he wanted to take his life at one point in time wow me too and you know you you, you build that connection and, and you, you you're helping people without even knowing that you're helping people. And I think that's been the most excellent thing for me is, is just the fact that, you know, I'm, you know, creating these spaces for people to have these conversations to, to, um, destigmatize so many different things that, that, that people just feel like, no, we can't talk about that. No, we can't deal with that. No. And that, that's been the, the, the 
most powerful thing for me in this journey. What, um, if you, if you wouldn't mind sharing, um, what was that moment that clicked for you? Like, okay, I'm going to go on this healing journey, talking about mental health and things like that. What do you think it was for you that made you decide that it was about damn time? <laughs> I'll see what you did there. I like you that. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what? It was, um, it was actually the, the, the encouragement of my, of my therapist, my, you know, like I, in, in my therapist sessions, which, you know, I, I would tell my stories and I would always tell it in the Jared way, this, this Jared Dan way. So I'm, I'm talking with my hands. I'm, I'm creating these examples and these anal- analogy, analogy. <laughs> I'm creating these examples um, of what, what to say. And, um, she just was always, she was listening, but she was entertained as well. Like, you, mm. you got to start talking about this. Like, you can help people. And, it, and she and she actually was like, if you're ready, I would like for you to, you know, to, you know, be a person in, in this men's group. And then I would do that. And she's like, if you're ready, I would like for you to um, talk to my class that I'm teaching about, you know, your struggles with this. And, and I was, I was like, yeah, I felt like it was a challenge. Of, and I felt like it was something that I just needed to do. Like, I didn't even second guess it for a second. I said, yeah, immediately. Now, close to time, I was nervous. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, but uh I never, I never, I, I, I went full forward with that and, and it felt great and it felt right doing it. And so, of course, when you start writing about it on a blog and, and then you start to talk about it in the podcast, you, you know, you know, why not talk to others and, and help others? So that's been the, that's been great to do. Um, I think the only thing for me is that, you know, sometimes people put you in a box. I know mm-hmm. we talked about that on 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 the episode you did with me. Well, we hate being put in a box, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of times everybody is, you know, you're, you know, mental health advocate. So talk to me about this. You're a mental health advocate, or hey, let me have you on so you can talk about mental health. I'm like, great. Talking about mental health is important. I want people to be okay. I want that. I want to break the stigma. I also know other things. I mm. I, I know Jay Z lyrics. Hey. I know Marvel movies. I know you know. So it's it's but it's it's the opportunity to to whatever platform that you're on that you that you're whoever you're speaking on. I I want to bring Jared there. I want to I want to be my myself. Yeah. Um. And, and and hopefully it translates. Amazing, amazing. So I'm curious about. Yeah, we're all these different things. We're multifaceted people. Do not put us in boxes. And so, you know, you're you're on this journey of saying yes to your life, which is so important. And and so we have that yes, and we also have that no. And sometimes we're afraid of what we have to say no to. Mm-hmm. And that's why we stay in boxes, I think. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is something that you had to say no to in order for you to answer the big yes of your life? Ooh, now you ask the real, the real serious questions. Oh, you, you, you rock me to sleep with the, with, with the ones I'm like, yeah, I got it. Now I'm like, oh, Zoe, I struggle with the word no. And I, and I, and I think I struggle with it. Like I, 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 it's, it's gotten a little better, like in the last year and a half, but it it is still pretty horrible. (laughs) Like, um, I, you know, I've, I've always been a people pleaser. I've always been a person that that wanted to just make sure that everybody's good. I, for a long longest time, I I put my value in making sure make, me pleasing everybody and making sure everybody is good. So, you know, sometimes to go and and say no, it's been that struggle. But okay. I have in, in in the last year and a half, and, and it's cost me friends. It's cost me you know relationships that I thought would last the test of times because mm-hmm. I said no. Like I like I'm like. We're not doing this. And I, I can't sacrifice my own happiness, my own vision, my own, you know, just freedom, just just to make you happy. Okay. And um, so those lessons have been hard, and okay. um, there's there has there's definitely been a struggle there. Um, I feel fairly good about it, if I'm being honest. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you gotta learn to live with regrets. You know, that's what Jay said. Yeah. But hey, um, gotta learn to live with regrets. Yeah, you know, but 
I sleep with them. I they they they're like burdens to me. They they hang on me. It's, it's mm-hmm. my cross to bear, and I feel like I just collect them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. I I can't move forward by saying yes to everybody else and not saying yes to myself. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the thing that I found is that people will build their lives on the no's that we didn't give them. Like they Mm. will create whole lives and then invite us to like live their life Mm -hmm. (laughs) with our yeses that really were no's. If that makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. And I had so many people in my life that was doing it, and yeah. and now you know I, I the the main thing is now I don't have any ill will towards them. I want I wish I still wish them success. I can support you from afar as well. I just can't give you that one hundred percent Jared Dam that I was giving you. I, mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore, and mm-hmm. and not and not give it to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. So thank you for, you know, being an amazing storyteller already and sharing so much of yourself in the first couple of minutes here. And so now I want you to, you know, any questions you have for me specifically around spirituality and uh, let's flow into that a little bit. What do you want to know? Oh, for me, I just, um, I think the path, I, and I guess I, you know, after you read the introduction, I think the path for me, I've, I've found it in a, in a sense as, as far as podcast and podcast production, and um, but I've always been a little, a little nervous and, and apprehensive and just scared to know what if this is my true calling, uh, am I am I going in the right direction? Um, I'm, I'm a person that's always struggled, um, you know, trying to figure out what what happiness looks like for him because like I said, I, I lived through others for so many, for so long. Uh, so I, I guess it's just that path of what happiness looks like. And am, am I going in the right direction to actually find it? Or uh, quite frankly, isn't elusive for me. Am I, am I ever going to have it? So mm-hmm. even with anything, it's, you want to stop me in my tracks? Uh, just say, what does success look, look, look like for you, Jared? Or, or what, what's happiness to you? And I'm just like deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's almost kind of hard to figure it out. So I, I think, you know, just, I think I turned, you know, that would help me a lot to, to know what path I'm on, to know where, where I'm on the right, where I'm going. I like that. I like that. So it's interesting because I am a channel. So, um, even when I was preparing, so I actually have the goddess deck here because one of the things I heard was that there is a need to tap more into your feminine side. And I was like, oh, okay, spirit, we'll just rock with that. So that's one suggestion right off the bat. I don't know what that means yet, um, but we are gonna pull a few cards and see. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Back to the beginning, just like on Clubhouse. (laughs) Okay, okay, wow, yeah, okay. So there's a need for some risk taking. So we have the the goddess Baba Yaga here and it says wild woman. Mm. And isn't it interesting that even like the tail of her coat little bit matches the color of the shirt that you have on today. And it's like, you can actively work with this goddess, first of all, printing out a picture of her, putting her somewhere, but also just asking her for guidance around, you know, this is primal. This is this is exactly the question you're asking. Am I on the right path? Right. Well, you have to be open and not afraid to it. So we also have this very interesting um, picture of um, the goddess Sheila Nagig, and she is in the crone. And so it's interesting too that both of these women are like in their crone stage or their um, elderly stage. And it's like working with both of these energies, but also taking the taking the sort of cage from around yourself about age like what you need to have at a certain age, where Mm -hmm. you should be at a certain age. It's much more important 
for you to follow your gut and follow your stomach. And so we talked yesterday a little bit about um, slowing down and paying attention to the messages with the angel numbers in particular. But this is like getting way more in tune with your body. So some of the techniques that we shared, that I shared with you when you're driving in the car, paying like, what does my hand feel like on the steering wheel? What what do my feet feel like on the pedals? So doing those sort of mindful things, but also really writing down, I say see, sense, or imagine a lot when I'm talking about manifestation, because it's like, if you can't see it, imagine what you would like to attract, imagine where you would like to be on your path. And so it's like your path is the path. So you're on a path, but right now you're on a little bit of someone else's timeline. Doesn't mean you're off your path. It just means you're on somebody else's timeline Hmm. and you need to get on your timeline and center the things that you desire. Spirit, what do you have for Jarrett, please? What do you have for Jarrett? That's way too many. Yeah, but this right here, just is just what we've said. I said you're on somebody else's timeline and middle world popped up mm. and it says the present. So it's like being very much in the present moment. We have counsel in reverse. So tuning out other people's advice and what other people have to say. We have remembrance in reverse. So putting down the things of the past. But before you, yeah, but before you can put down the things in the past, you have to reconcile with what has been. And so we have altar here. We have honoring. So working with your ancestors more. Let's talk about this. So where what does your ancestor reverence, your ancestor honoring look like? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I have a clear-cut answer for that. Um, you know, for me, I, I, I know very little about my ancestors. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've you know obviously I've I've done some, some research on like ancestors.com. I, I can get names, mm-hmm. you know, but I I know very little of the stories, and I, and I think that's what's always been the biggest thing for me. Like I I can I can find names and dates, but I can't really find the stories or the experiences oh, or or know you know how you know you know spiritually how I is is how how my thought process is in my spiritual DNA based for my ancestors. So I think that's you know where I'm, I'm completely lost in. Um, so I don't have a whole lot um, to uh-huh. give in that. I mean, from my grandparents, yeah, but other, but any generation past that, not a whole lot. And we literally had passed right here. It was the next car. And so when I talk about ancestors, they don't have to be blood relatives. So you okay. could connect to, you know, historical figures that mean a lot to you. Like for a long time, I had Sojourner Truth on. No, did I have Harriet Tubman? I think I had Harriet Tubman. Yeah, it was Harriet Tubman on my on my altar for a long time. I had a really good friend who had passed away. I had her on my altar, right? So just creating a place where you are connecting to the divine and connecting to the universe. And so what they're saying on the quote unquote right path, but but there needs to be a clarity about about what you mean by that. Mm. There has to be a clarity about what you mean by that. So past. What else do I want to say about this? And then we have the reclamation and we have the honoring. Reclamation in reverse and it says soul retrieval. So for me, I do these exercises with people where we go into, it it doesn't even have to be a deep meditation. It's just 
getting quiet and imagining that you're pulling the fragmented pieces of yourself back into one. So there's an exercise that you can do where you can literally just close your eyes and you think about various situations where you may have left parts of yourself. That's interesting because that that's that's how I I, I feel. I, I, it kind of it's in tune with those with those the thing I said earlier about how I um you know you're living with those regrets and then having all that just weighing on you and and mm-hmm. and, and I and I do feel like a lot of even when when I talked about my friends and you know how I kind of had to pull away from them is there's I do feel like this fragments of me just that's just still present there that I I don't I'm not getting back. So that's, mm-hmm. that's that's really interesting. Yeah, and it's it's a process. I mean, this is something that like I've gone back to. <laughs> I mean, not now, but um, there's like one particular argument that I had with one mm-hmm. of my exes, <laughs> and I mean, for months, maybe a year, my work was going right back to that spot in my living room where he said what he said, and I said what I had said. And I pulled myself out. I pulled all my energy back from that conversation. And you just, again, you just do it with your mind. It's just, it's mind power and thought power. And that's how you begin to shed some of those things and reclaim because this says reclamation. Mm -hmm. And this is where we're at right now. This is the energy, you know, um, Tuesday was the Pluto return, meaning the planet Pluto returned to the exact spot that it was in the sky when the United States was actually formed. What does that mean for us as a country? That means we've already been in sort of this reclamation process in quotation marks for a while, right? But this week in particular, Pluto is, you know, the planet of secrets and dreams and illusion and heavy energy. And so this week is a perfect week to begin to dig into those things, those past hurts. So it's really divine that we're actually having this call today, those past hurts and really begin again to reclaim things for yourself. Hmm. So it's not even a matter of, am I on the right path or am I on the wrong path? Because the path is the path. It's actually about your comfort and overextending yourself and not being true to yourself your dignity and your integrity so it's almost like writing down dignity and integrity and when you hear those words see where they land in your body and it's like okay what when i when i hear the word integrity where do i feel that do i feel a tightness in my body or do i feel an opening when I hear dignity, do I feel a tightness in my body or do I feel an opening? And if I feel an opening, where do I feel it? Do I feel it in my stomach? Do I feel it in my heart? And then that becomes your barometer when people ask you for a thing. Like that's your test. It's like, hmm, hmm, is, is this going to take me, is this going to keep me in integrity with myself or is this going to take me out of integrity? with myself and you begin to use your body as a thermostat. Does that make sense? Yeah, because just listening to that now, I'm 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 listening, I'm thinking of what does it mean when I'm hearing these words and tightness right here mm-hmm. in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that is um I think that's always been my barometer because mm-hmm. when I was when I was younger my my mom would, you know, my mom would be stressed about so many different things, and and so I would take that on. And a lot of a lot of times around sixth, seventh grade, I just sat with my shoulders mm-hmm. up. I like had to relax my shoulders, so it was mm-hmm. it's all it's always the tightness in my shoulders first. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you know, when things really open up again, or whatever your comfort level is, beginning to get massages again, and getting different body treatments like acupuncture and things like that in this area where you carry a lot of stress. Uh, yeah. It feels yeah. tight right now. Just thinking about it. Yeah. 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 Right. So we're going to also ask for a crystal 
to see like what crystal will help with reminding you about reclaiming. We got pink opal. Be kind to yourself. Oh yeah, I need that. <laughs> Literally, this is the same color as your shirt. It, which is funny because I was not going to put this shirt on. Like I like so I I just decided to, the the it the last minute to put this shirt on. So that's wow. But yeah, yeah. I I am not kind to myself at all. I am I'm the hardest on myself by far. So yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So let's just um I wanna just look something up real quick. So that's something that you can work on also writing things down like the things that you say about yourself that are reflected then in relationships with other people if that makes sense and then mm -hmm. just begin to burn those things right just get in a process of burning things writing things down that you want to release and then burning them get rid of get rid of get ridding get ridding get ridding that's not a word <laughs> <laughs> working on them so that you can get rid of them so here's the thing okay so you've got on orange and i can't remember are you familiar with chakras or are you not i'm i'm, I'm a little familiar with chakras. okay yeah. great yeah. so we have orange on your shirt we have orange in the lodge that was in reverse we have orange in the soul retrieval and we have a little bit of orange and red in Baba Yaga, right? So we are, and we've got the pink opal. So orange is sacral chakra. So your sacral chakra is your root. It's, I'm sorry, your sacral chakra is your space of creativity. Mm. So each chakra has to do with a right, okay? So your root chakra, which would be the red, which we've got that here too, some, a little bit. Um, that is about your right to be on the planet, your right to exist in the world. And then the sacral chakra is in the reproductive organs. And so that is about the right to give and receive pleasure, but it is also the place of creativity. It is where we birth things. Mm. With all of this orange here, this 100% is about your right to feel like I deserve pleasure. I deserve pleasure. And all of the chakras are connected because if you don't feel like you have a right to be on the planet, if the root chakra is a little bit out of balance, then the sacral is going to be out of balance. Because if you don't feel like you deserve pleasure, then how are you going to feel like you deserve to be on the planet? Yeah. We've got some yellow here. Yellow is solar plexus. And that's about your place in the world and having the right to push your dreams out into the world. The solar plexus is about your will, right? And so it's like, okay, if I don't feel like I have a right to be here, then I definitely don't feel like I have a right to put my will into the world and then up into the heart. If I don't feel like I can put my will into the world, then I don't feel like I deserve to be loved. If I don't feel like I deserve to be loved, then we go to the throw. I don't feel like I can speak my truth. If I don't feel like I can speak my truth, that goes to the intuition. I'm not gonna believe what I hear, right? And then this goes here to the crown. And the crown is our connection to the divinity, which I actually don't feel like, just like venturing into your energy a little bit. I don't feel like there's a lot of, um, indigestion or congestion here which is good so it's like your connection to the divine is actually really quite lovely i actually see like a pretty strong like white and gold light going from the crown up into the cosmos so the connection is there i don't know if like you had like um i think we talked a little bit about your family yesterday um I don't know, like if you had like one of the like typical praying grandmothers, but whatever, whatever was like churchy in your family, it definitely is like a covering uh, over you to the point where you've been like snatched out of like some situations that could have been really dicey definitely. for you. And so, yeah, this is this is pretty clear. It's just we start to get a little foggy around the intuition and around here, right? And so what we want to do is we want to just clean those things out. 
How do we do that? We talked about essential oils yesterday. We talked about meditation yesterday. Now we have a crystal ally here, which you actually can put at the foot of your bed. Okay. Mm -hmm. And just imagine that crystal absorbing when you're sleeping, absorbing the heavy energies that make you feel like you're moving in, you're not moving in the right direction. You absolutely actually are moving in the right direction. You wow. just can't see it. Wow. This this is um all right, so you made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well you made me cry. Yeah, you made me cry. You you, you got me. I had to take off I had to take off my glasses and everything. I, Tell me. Well, I, it's what when you said the, you know, not deserving um, pleasure, mm -hmm. and I really struggle with that. Like mm -hmm. I really struggle with that. Like mm -hmm. uh, physically, emotionally, all that. I, I struggle with feeling okay. like I'm not not receiving pleasure, and then and how you say it, how, how that's related to, you know, not feeling like you have a, a presence here. Um, you know, like like you deserve to be here on on Earth, mm -hmm. and I mean, again, that's that's been a struggle, um, for for me for so many years. So, to to go there and see that it, it, it could be rooted in this in this whole pleasure thing, which it feels like it's almost a part of me because of how much I just I don't like taking stuff from people. I don't like I you know somebody you know can can buy me lunch and I'm. I'm I'm kind of I, shoulders get tight, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. Just thinking about it, just you know, leaning on people. I've struggled with that for, for so long. So, um, even 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 if if I'm being called handsome, I, I'm just like, are you are you sure you're talking to me? Like like all all of that. So that 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 I think that's what what hit me and and into to as you went up the the chakras to be like mm -hmm. yeah. So that's why this is being affected, and that's why this is being affected. Yeah, that's where the tears came from. Mm -hmm. Yay. We love the vulnerability. We love the vulnerability. I would definitely say getting your Reiki once you feel comfortable again and, and working on those particular um, chakras. And, um, yeah, we love to see a night. Hello. So in this deck, the voices are the wands. Yes. Oh, the sword's good, good, good. Even better. Okay. So the knight of swords voices in this deck. So whenever we see a knight, that is the end of a long-term situation. And this is swords are all about ideas. Swords are also in tarot related to air signs so libra aquarius gemini so knowing where your placements are like where you have libra gemini aquarius in your birth chart would also be really helpful but just knowing that this is actually coming to an end and what i love is this not look at this is what we started with mm. you yeah. went from being grounded in the middle world in the present, right? So the middle world is here. Of course, then we have the upper world, the cosmos, and then we have the lower world, which is our ancestors, and that's the past. So this is where you started. The sun is still shining. Whenever we see a mountain in the Tarot, that just means that there is room for growth. But now the horse is flying. Pegasus. Yeah. And the thing about Pegasus is, you know, Pegasus is what happened when they cut the head off of Medusa. Her spirit went into the horse and flew above everything, right? right. And so it's like they thought she was out for the count. And she's like, yeah, now actually I'm just going to fly above all of you all. And this is where you're, this is where you're going. Mm. Which is pretty darn cool. Like flying above the mountains. Yeah above the clouds. And then we have um, the nine of inspiration and inspiration in this deck is what, wands? Yeah, wands, so that's good too. So this is the nine of swords. So this is like, 
I'm sorry, the Knight of Wands. And Wands is all about action. And there we are with that orange again. Um, wands is fire signs, Sagittarius, Leo, Aries. So looking at where those placements are in your chart as well, but understanding that you are coming to an end of doing everything on your own. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that's what we got. That's that's this is helpful. This is helpful. And and I, I love what you said about um don't you know don't question you know whether you're on the right path or the wrong path the path is the path like that that's that's that was powerful for me like the path is the path it's just you have to um, be sure of yourself and and you know it's 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 more the internal work that I need to do and it's for me it's even thinking about good or bad i don't really speak in that language anymore it's like okay these thoughts move me forward or these actions move me forward these actions are keeping me stuck or these actions are pushing me backwards mm -hmm. so it's the same thing with looking at the path am i moving forward am i stuck or am i going backwards and then changing accordingly. And you actually, so, you know, I do give homework. You actually don't have a ton of homework. It's like, okay, getting some pink opal, working with that, working with these two goddesses to help you tap into, it's like the part of you, see, you might have to like go to another city, like while out a little bit, like where you're not known. Like this is what, not moving, but I'm saying just going. Because yeah. this is like, this is what this is giving. Like, <laughs> you know, Baba Yaga and Sheila are like, I'm here, like, you're gonna like me or not. And it's like a whole different group of people around you recreating yourself. But that might be something that you just play around with for a while, like going to another city for like a day or two and switching it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's needed. Yeah, I, I have been thinking about doing more, more of that. Uh-huh. Um, so can, can you give me can you give me the, the goddesses names again? Yes. B A B A Yaga Y A G A. Okay. And that's Wild Woman. I mean, this was the first thing that came out. It was like it is time for you to just like let loose. Yeah. I used to get this card a lot. Over and over and over and over. And then Sheila and the gig. So it's Sheila and then N-A and then gig. And that's about opening. So it's like opening to the wild person inside of you. Mm. Letting that person out. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. just, just things that I've been wrestling with, um, you know, fairly recently. That makes a lot of sense. That it it points in that direction, because I was going, you know, I was going back and forth with it, and it's like, ah, you know, and and it makes a lot of sense. Thank you, you got the green light. You got the green light. You got the green light. As long as you do whatever you do with a sense of dignity and integrity with yourself, you have the green light. Wow! Oh my God! I didn't even see this. Coyote spirit, trust in divine detours. Mm. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. Mm -mm -mm -mm. What does that look like, trusted in, in divine detours? Well, just like we were talking about, like having an idea of what your path is supposed to look like or what your life is supposed to look like or how, how things are supposed to look. And it's like trusting, again, trusting that the path is the path, that you're on just a little detour. You know, um, for me, I definitely have had a full, full circle experiences. Like I'm doing things that I wanted to do when I was like 12 years old. Right. And I just went on a whole different path. And then I'm coming back to that. So it's like, we just have to trust. It's just a little detour. You live, you know, where you live in Atlanta, you know about traffic. Sometimes you got to get off the highway. Other questions for me? Uh, I, you know what? I don't think I have any. I, you know, it's, it's more so of like decompress. 
you, you know it's gonna end up happening, right? You know, I, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, no, I don't have any questions, and then uh-huh. and then I'm gonna really think about uh-huh. this, and I'm like, oh, what about uh-huh. this? What about this? And what about this? Uh-huh. So I know that's coming because because okay, I good. I obsess over everything. Yeah. Okay. And so I'd love to hear um, about your legacy. Like if you think about legacy and what you want to leave behind or be known for. Uh, Yeah, I think about legacy a lot Um, because I, you know, one of the things that um, it's, it's funny, one of the things that um haunt me and that I, I I'm most concerned about um is death and how I'm gonna be remembered, which is really weird when you when you go through mental health issues and you're depressed and you, you think about killing yourself. But it's a control issue, more so of a death issue, but it's neither here nor there. That's a different podcast. But um I think about legacy a lot and and you know, especially, you know, being that this person for my daughter um and showing her that go go for what you want like mm. go for it like i i kind of like what you said about you being tw- you know 12 and you just now started to do things that you that you want to do at 12 mm-hmm. like i'm just starting to do the things i i'm i want to do at young ages and now at 41 I'm, i so I do, I did, I do feel that old thing. So when you hit, when mm-hmm. you mentioned that, that's that stung a little bit. Like that's what I've been thinking. Like I'm, I'm getting too old. Like I'm, like I should have been doing this ten years ago. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. and and that's that time frame issue that you talked about. So for me, it's like I want to leave that legacy. That go for what you want. Just if, if this is something that you want, first of all, decide. Don't always cater to everybody else. Decide mm-hmm. what you want and go mm-hmm. for what you want. Mm-hmm. And as far as the, the legacy out, outside of. Outside of, of you know, my kids, is it's I I, I just want to be that person where where you, if you think of a good friend, if you think of a good person that 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 was always had your back, that was that was uh, creative, that was funny, that was charismatic, you think of me. You you you. I want to be that person that inspired. I want to be the person that that was like, you know what. Jared did it, so um, maybe I'm a little apprehensive right now. Maybe I got a little imposter syndrome, um, but I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna do it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's an, that's important to me. That that's why I I am for some reason doing three podcasts. That's <laughs> <laughs> which is insane to do. That's why I am I'm I'm pushing forward in and analyzing and overthinking everything because I want to be that person where when I "Quote unquote, make it whatever whatever make it looks like." Um, yeah. so, so for somebody to say, you know what, I'm going to do it too. I see, I see what Jared did. I see the struggle that he had. I want to do it too. I love that. And so, before we wrap, you mentioned these three podcasts. So I definitely want you to tell people how they can find you. But I just want to hear about these three podcasts that you have because that's a lot of podcasts. That's a lot of podcasts. Yes, it's a lot uh, of podcasts. Well, well, obviously it's about damn time. Um, that comes out every Tuesday. Okay. Um, in that in this podcast, I, I basically talk to people that inspire me, and we, and we have conversations to change the way you think and feel about things. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to I want to challenge people to 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 think outside of what's been presented to them throughout their entire life. I I want to talk about things that I'm interested in, and, I, and I'm interested about a lot of different things. So. Um, that podcast is, is is near and dear to me because it's my baby. Um, the Vex Intellects podcast that comes out on on Thursdays, every Thursday, um, I do that with a, with three other gentlemen, um, and we talk about um, you know social relationship issues from a from a black male perspective. Um, we'll we pretty much just drink whiskey and, and bourbon and and okay. talk talk a lot of mess. So okay. that's, that's a really fun podcast. <laughs> Okay. Um, you know, it's good for venting for us. You know, it's, oh. so we love it. Okay. And and um, you know, because I'm because I'm not in the box, I uh-huh. I do parents after midnight, and it's a, okay. a podcast I do with my co-host uh, Amari, and we and we talk about um, 
you know, it's you talk about sex and and we talk about uh, you know, you know, self love and and things of that nature from a single parent perspective. Because yes, there are a lot of mature adult talking topic podcasts, but how many of them sit around a single parent perspective? So you know, single mm-hmm. parents balance being parents mm-hmm. and, and also being individuals. Which yeah. two things that both me and my co-host struggle with. So we, we, we talk about that. <laughs> right. Cause, and we got that safe shot. Oh, right? That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how can people find these podcasts? Oh, so glad you asked. They are available. <laughs> <laughs> they are available on all podcasting platforms. Um, okay. So wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, uh, even Pandora. Uh, we're everywhere. Um, you you can you know and of course we're we're all all of those particular uh, podcasts have their own individual IG pages and Twitter pages and everything. But to save you the trouble of of looking and scouring the internet for all of them, you can actually follow me at the whole damn show. That's D A. W H O L E D A M N S H O W, and all of those links are there. All of the podcasts are there, so it's the one-stop shop to find everything about Jared Dale. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been so great talking with you two days in a row. I know, I know. So, so now I gotta, I'm gonna have to at least talk to you at least twice a month. I, I, okay. I'll have but the carve out some time just just like hey and, and just catch up. So cuz now cuz now we're now we're connected now we're tight, you know. Yes. And we're connected on a hip hop level, so you already know. Exactly. So thank you, thank you for being my first guest on the first episode of the Magic Hours podcast. I'm Zoe Flowers and I'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.